0: This week on Empowering Midlife Wellness, I have another real-life patient testimonial, and you're gonna love this one. It's from a patient who finally got her hormones balanced after years of menopause. She's losing weight, her diabetes has gone away, and she's having great sex. So I have another wonderful patient here who's gonna share her story about what it was like to start on hormone replacement and uh, if you don't mind me sharing you're 57 years old and you went through menopause, you actually had surgical menopause. I had uh, yes. hysterectomy and had your ovaries removed as well. Yes. Yeah. That's really tough. Like to go through menopause overnight.
1: Yeah. At 39.
0: jacks Yeah. That, that is really tough. I mean, it was the right thing to do. Sometimes we have to do that for endometriosis, I think. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, really tough. So, um, yeah, being thrown into surgical menopause is no joke and you know, so we have to replace those hormones, but, you know, tell me just a little bit about what life was like after the surgery. And then, you know, that was some time ago Mm -hmm. and now you're 57. What led you to finally come in to see me? Because we've been, we've been, we've been doing this for a few months now and, you know, kind of just go through how that all worked, what, what life was like. and
1: Well, I, um, early on, I just, after the hysterectomy, I just dealt with it. You know, you deal with it, you're hot, you're cold, you're whatever, you're fighting weight. And um, I was massively exercising and um, massively young at the time. So I had that going for me. But as I aged, I started checking with my OB-GYN to say, hey, um, we're having some problems, dryness. um, Vaginal dryness. Vaginal dryness and having some real trouble. Um, My moods were elevated, lots of elevated moods, lack of sleep. Um, he gave me one of the oral things that's on the market that's for dryness mm-hmm. and oral medicine. I can't even remember what it was. Yes, that was. Yeah, so
0: that there's a pill on the market that's not estrogen that treats vaginal dryness, but they never gave you estrogen.
1: No, it didn't do anything for me. I tried some estrogen cream with the first OBG before he retired, and I ended up in this and chase because this one retired. I didn't like the one that took his place. I had to find somebody else's. And then I looked out and found you. One of my friends told me about your work.
0: Well, you know what's really interesting is that, you know, most of us know now that about 20 years ago, there was a study that was published. It was literally 20 years ago now that scared everyone about estrogen. And so mm-hmm. even doctors in that time frame, right, around when you were having your surgery, were scared of giving estrogen, and mm-hmm. that's such a disservice. I mean, now of course we know that the risk of breast cancer doesn't really exist with estrogen, and so we've learned a lot in the past 20 years, but you're one of those patients who was in the middle of that whole mess, mm-hmm. with no help, mm-hmm. bless your heart, <laughs> and just getting bounced around from one person to another, giving you all kinds of stuff that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, oh, gosh, I'm so, <laughs> Sad for women who were in that group who were taking off their hormones because of what a disservice that was. But thank goodness, we found each other, and then so we checked your hormones when you came in, and naturally they were all very low. And then what? Then what? Then what did we do?
1: We also discovered that my um, my sugar con- my sh- glucose was in the diabetic range. Yeah. So um, not only was I Dealing with low hormones, I'm also dealing with a sugar problem, which appeared to be diabetes. But within once we got the A1C checked, it I was at a pre-diabetic it was close. stage. Yeah,
0: I was which ready. Such a good time to find it because mm-hmm. when we have the genetic predisposition for type two diabetes, mm-hmm. I always tell people like you, you can have the gene, but you don't have to turn it on. Mm-hmm. And and finding out right before you get diabetes is such a wonderful blessing because you can turn it around. i can't wait for you to tell your story about what you've (laughs) done with that just in a few months but uh, you decided to go ahead and get the three hormones that you're missing estrogen testosterone Mm -hmm. progesterone Mm -hmm. so you started on those i think in Mm -hmm. february
1: february we did um early early february we did Mm -hmm. the the pellet with the two and then taking the oral progesterone Mm -hmm. so we do estrogen
0: and testosterone in the pellet which is put under the skin in your bottom and then progesterone at night. Did you find that helped you sleep? Matt? That just was so good for my sleep.
1: I stopped. Matter of fact, I stopped taking a natural sleep supplement that I was mm-hmm. taking because I'm just fine.
0: Isn't that amazing? I don't
1: need the lavender thing I was taking to do the extra relaxing. And my mind isn't racing. Yeah. Um, there are so many benefits. Um, and during this three months, we're finishing three months right now. I have noticed the dryness is reducing itself, Wonderful. the vaginal dryness is disappearing, things are more comfortable to enjoy, my fear isn't like, oh no, this is going to hurt.
0: Yeah, so talking about, like, it's just critical, when you haven't had estrogen for quite a few years, the vaginal tissue gets so thin and dry, it doesn't stretch, and so sex is painful, I and mean, then who wants to do that, it becomes a real, can be a real elephant in the room, like. Uh, so it takes, a. You've, you've been using this for about three months, mm-hmm. not quite three months yet, but it mm-hmm. takes a few months to build that back up again. And mm-hmm. that's totally normal. And the good news is it's just going to get better. So that's great because all these years, that's just mm-hmm. miserable to put up with that for 20 years. Um, I wanted to say something about progesterone. A lot of you listening might have been told, like I was taught in med school, that if you've had a hysterectomy, you don't need progesterone because the main reason that we mm-hmm. gave progesterone was to prevent uterine cancer. Okay. And so many women uh, who have had a hysterectomy are not offered progesterone, but that's ignoring the fact that progesterone is really good for sleep and moods. So a lot of patients like you take it at night, it helps with sleep. So just because you've had a hysterectomy does not mean that you can't take progesterone. It does reduce uterine cancer, but even if you don't need that benefit, it's so good for sleep. I I, t- I, I have had horrible insomnia, like for so long, Mm -hmm. and I take progesterone, and I can sleep, and it's like, ma, it's amazing.
1: Well, I have racing thoughts. Mm -hmm. I was finding myself elevate too easily over things. Like, I'm a passionate person, an excitable soul, but I I was too easily um, in an irritable place, Mm -hmm. and there's something about, there's an item in this pellet that's helping me.
0: Yes, uh, and it could be any of all three, but truth, honestly, I think it's very likely the progesterone. I had that same uh, um, short fuse. Mm-hmm. Is that what it felt like? Where I like to be, you know, calm and manage most mm-hmm. things without losing my temper. Yeah. But uh, when my hormones were depleted, I found that I would react much more quickly to relatively insignificant things, mm-hmm. or even the big stuff like COVID and you know, teenagers having problems or divorces. You know, you can handle things better when your hormones are balanced, for sure. Uh, You just manage things in a more adult, less reactive manner. Yes. (laughs) I think that's a lot to do with the progesterone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all of them really. But um, So sleep, moods, progesterone, very, very good for that. Mm -hmm. It's plant-based bioidentical progesterone. So that one you're taking by mouth at Mm -hmm. night, and then the other two you have in the pellet. Mm -hmm. It's just so, I, I'm so excited to hear how much better you feel. And then, because you, you got this scare where we thought you were diabetic mm-hmm. and, and you were close to it. And so you changed your diet. And then tell me about that part of it.
1: Um, between um, your really explaining my blood work to me and then talking with you about the keto idea, the low carb lifestyle, really thinking about sugar not being my friend at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Um I have done pretty successfully three months of low carb and am at 20 pounds lost without massive exercise yet. Like some walking when I have time, but paying good attention to feeding my body what it needs versus the junk that it didn't need.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... 20 pounds is so huge in just that short amount of time. And I think about like if I were to go to the gym and pick up (laughs) two 10 pound weights and walk around the room, I would be tired. So when you put those down, like what does that feel like to lose 20? I mean, that's
1: well, you
0: feel more energy.
1: I feel more energy. I suffer osteoarthritis issues, Mm -hmm. have had a knee replacement young. So and I'm also stopped taking any of the arthritis sort of supplements I was taking because without all the extra weight, all my joints don't hurt. Yeah. So between the, the feeling right, the estrogen progesterone pellet and the not putting the bad stuff in, it's like together I'm, it, it's just all moving in a good direction.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it really feels cause I take this stuff too but especially in your case where you had that, I mean, if you hadn't had your blood work checked, you would have become diabetic. And then all these different, this change starts going in a bad direction. Uh, But having prevented that and losing weight now, it feels like this second half of life has just become like, wow, look at all these things I can do now. It's so, it's so delightful to see that change. And uh, your blood work changed massively. There's the thing we measure called hemoglobin A1C, which dropped down into, like, well, normal level, like not even close to diabetic, just from changing your diet. Because some of us do have this predisposition. It's very, very common. (laughs) And as a result, we produce a lot of insulin, and that's a fat-storing hormone, and all these things happen. But when you don't eat it, do you you feel... um... Now, initially, when we give up sugar, it can be tough. Like, we go through cravings and things like how do you feel now? Like, do
1: you desire it or? No, I, um, I'm learning how to even eat out other people eat the bread. I don't eat the bread, you know, learning to just be there and not have to have it. Like, that's not really something I I want because it doesn't make my body feel good. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not finding substitutes, you know, there's substitutes here and there. You just got to find what you really want. There's probably something healthier that's very similar. And, the other thing I've discovered is I like low carb food. Mm. Like I like cheese and meat and good vegetables and the things I'm eating. I like I like nuts and avocados and eggs and you know like yeah. I like these foods. It's it's like you just get brainwashed to like Whataburger or Dairy Queen or whatever yeah. it is that fast food.
0: Yeah, I mean it was habit, right? Which but, is full of sugar. Right, of course. That's really interesting to, to say that there the may be for any of you listening to a whole world of different amazing foods out there that you have just sort of not bothered to look at or whatever. And then something happens like a little health scare like this. And all of a sudden you have to shift and many people get very scared, like, oh, my God, I'm going to it's going to be so much suffering, not eating this stuff. I'm going to I'm going to hate it. I'm going to. But I I found that not to be true, that when you feel better. You don't even want that stuff anymore. Like my own story, I didn't know that I was very sensitive to gluten and had some issues and stopped eating gluten. And I just felt so much better. I'm like, oh, my stomach feels better. Mm-hmm. I have more energy. My mm-hmm. joint pain went away. Mm-hmm. And now when I look at, no, I do love the taste of bread. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. And now when I look at it, it's like, eh, I don't really want it because it's going to make me feel bad. That's it. Right. And I know what it tastes like because I've eaten it for years not going to taste any different the thousandth time I eat a piece of bread, right? I, can, I just enjoy those memories or I can enjoy the smell. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's super exciting that you've learned a whole new way to eat. Um, so, so you're on this weight loss journey. What, uh, what's your goal? Or are you just sort of going to roll with it and see how you feel?
1: Um, I know that I can be another 30 pounds lighter. Wow. Like I know that I have another thirty pounds that I can take off, and and would still leave me at a weight that I've been as an adult. Yeah. So my goal is to get to my, what I consider to be my first adult weight,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that and that's fifty pounds lower than I started here.
0: Gosh, that's amazing.
1: And it and it can happen. It, it's a matter of staying the course. Mm-hmm. That that's the n- thing I know at this point is, is knowing that I feel better want to eat this way. I feel better when my hormones are in balance. Um, I feel better when I get my sleep and I sleep well, not fitfully. Yeah. So stay the course is the main, my main message to myself right now.
0: Yeah. And I just, keep seeing I
1: just, Dr. Susan.
0: So thank you. Well, you're doing all the work. I'm just here to enjoy listening to you talking because it's so <laughs> exciting. But gosh, I like just imagining losing 50 pounds and your blood work getting healthier and so one might think, well, you could just have gone on that diet and that would have, have done the job. What I hear a lot is it's really hard to have the motivation to do things when you feel crummy. You're not sleeping, your hormones mm-hmm. are low, so you don't have that energy or motivation. And so I could tell a patient, okay, just you know, go on a low sugar, low carb diet, go exercise, and lose 50 pounds, and they would walk out and be like, like how? Like I don't, I get that I'm supposed to, but we just don't have that energy and motivation. So I hear. I experienced that myself with hormones, and so many people tell me the same thing. Once you get your hormones balanced, and you can sleep, and you're not really moody and grumpy, then the idea of doing a program like that doesn't sound impossible. No, right? It's like yeah, because you just it's a good cycle.
1: When your hormone, I, I know that enough women have experienced what I've experienced, and that is when your hormones change, mm-hmm. the weight won't come off. Right. That's- you you can walk. You can. You can not eat for three days, you can, and it'll stay there and hanging on and hang on because your body's not got everything it needs to make that's it happen. Right. So I think I wouldn't change either piece that I've done. Like mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't just get hormones and stay the large woman that I was, nor would I just try another diet. It, this, this is my lifestyle change. Yeah, and that, I think that's
0: really important because we have to look at every woman from a holistic point of view, it's not just a matter of, like for example, you might have seen a traditional doctor and they just gave you diabetes medicine and said, okay, take that. And then you end up being on five different medicines, but you haven't actually addressed the root cause. And so I love that idea of like, what's the, you know, of course we do this in every organizational thought process, right? What's the root cause? And mm-hmm. if it's a hormonal imbalance, let's, let's correct that first. Mm-hmm. And then all these other things start to work, um, which is such a beautiful story. And so... What you've done already is going to increase your longevity, which is so exciting. Not only will you live longer, but with less body fat, you'll have way less incidence of, of course, diabetes. You've already got rid of that one, heart disease, several cancers that are associated with having high body fat. And then not only being older, but you'll be more mobile because you'll have more muscle mass. I mean, so many good things happen. Osteoporosis is reduced. Alzheimer's is reduced. Colon cancer is reduced, heart disease. It's just all good stuff. So I'm so excited that you're sharing this story because a lot of women, you might know your friends or my friends, women in our age group are still scared of hormones because <laughs> of this stuff that we heard 20 years ago. So, what what would you tell? or What do you tell your friend? I mean, they probably look at you like, "What are you doing? I want to do that."
1: <laughs> I've been telling them, "When we're done, them go go get talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Try it. Talk to somebody about real hormonal help.
0: Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. then, um, and then the the gift that you are is that it wasn't just about my hormones; it was also about my whole self. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the gift that that finding you has been. Is that yes, you'll work with my hormones, but you also worked with myself and and my, my general medical health. So that's that's a real gift to find a doctor who'll and a and an organization that will work with not only the issue you walked in with, but the issue we discovered.
0: Yeah. That day. Oh, that's nice. So, I, I like the way you put that. Thank you. And it's it is important like not to just be putting Band-Aids over bullet holes, so to speak, the way traditional medicine just prescribes a medicine for this and one for that. But like, mm-hmm. hold on, let's see. How is this person doing? What can we do to optimize your health so that you can live a better life and have happiness and all those things that we want? So it's not all about hormones. Hormones aren't going to instantly mm-hmm. make you happy, right? This, All these parts. Um,
1: but mine were at zero.
0: Yeah, like well, that's pe- not going to good. Should, we sure. should, we should, we yeah. should,
1: people should... I was telling, a girl was telling me about a problem. I said, you know, it's so funny because I sort of had that problem too before this that I'm going through. And I said, have you had your hormones looked at? Like, have you had anybody do your blood work? They said, you can tell that from your blood work. So, like, women don't even know that you can look at my blood and know where I am in the process. Right. So And it's it's a shame
0: that um, menopausal women are really ignored. There's this huge gap. As a gynecologist, I can say I worked in traditional gynecology for 20 years, and we took care of pregnancy and all those things and birth control for teenagers and then postpartum. And then there was a sort of big gap, and then we're taking care of the problems that happen to the elderly patients. But nobody was really focusing very much on the patients in our age group. And so, I mean, it's really critical that we get educated about it. Unfortunately, we often have to do that ourselves because we're probably not yeah. going to get it from our doctors just to be advocates for ourselves and watching videos like this. So I'm so grateful for you sharing this information because it's this kind of information that women need to hear. So it's like, okay, it's not scary. I'm not going to get fat. In fact, you're going to not get that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to feel better. I'm not going to feel worse. I, I, it is possible to have painless sex. I mean, we should not be living in the second half of our life with painful intercourse or Mm -hmm. or giving it up because it's not something that we want anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't like to say should, but that's my opinion. I think that's a really important part of who we are Mm -hmm. and, and it's so important for relationships. So, so, so much good news that you're sharing. I'm so grateful that you gave your time to share that with us today. You're welcome. It's a joy. Well, I'm so happy for you, and I can't wait. We'll just have to have you come back when you've lost your next 30 pounds. (laughs) And you can do a little spin around the room.
1: Thanks, Dr. Susan.
0: I'm really happy for you. Thanks for coming in today.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for the opportunity to tell my story to others. Well, we need to hear it.